You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. In-depth conversations, matchup breakdown, analysts on every game, everything a Steelers fan could want. This is Fourth Down in the Steel City with your hosts, Adam Crawley and Colin Dudlap. Episode 9, Segment 2, Fourth Down in the Steel City, preseason game number 2 coming up, Colin Dunlap. But before we get to that... Mason Rudolph said, hey, he wishes he got some more first-team reps. And I'll tell you what, I don't think he should have because I don't think he's ever part of this quarterback competition. I don't think he ever should be part of the quarterback competition because he's Mason Rudolph and I know who he is already. But from Mason's perspective, if he was told that this was a true and, to be fair, quarterback battle, then yeah, if I were him, I'd be a little bit bummed out that I never got first-team reps, especially the way he's played in camp. Let's play it this way. Let's play Johnny hypothetical game. Let's go back. It's not even hypothetical. It's it's retrospectively hypothetical, if that makes any sense. Let's go back to right after the draft happened, maybe mini camp or whatever, and let's play uh, quarterback room. Mike Sullivan is in there, the, the football Mike Sullivan, not the hockey Mike Sullivan. So he's in there, Matt Canada's in there, and Mike Tomlin's in there. And they bring the guys in one by one. Okay? And forget Oladokun. He doesn't, he's, you know, he knows what he is. So I am going to play the uh, holy triumvirate role of Canada, of Sullivan, and of Tomlin. You are going to play an evolving role of the three quarterbacks. Do you have your role set? Okay, yes. uh, I'm going to tell you who it is. Door knocks. Door knocks. Okay, you, you knocked on my door. It opens up. Hey, young man, have a seat. You are you are Kenny Pickett. Kenny, why don't you sit down? All right, Kenny. Good to see you. Everything's great, man. We drafted you. This is wonderful. Now, Adam Crowley, you tell me what you think was said to Kenny Pickett right there, Kenny. Thrilled to have you here. Your potential is through the roof. We're excited about bringing you on. We think we need to bring you on at a pace that is only going to aid in your development. And so you're going to start out as our number three quarterback, and you're going to have to earn your way up the depth chart. But we have a plan in place, and you've got to trust that we, the Pittsburgh Steelers, know what's best for you. 
Okay, back. I'm going to tell you what I think was said to Kenny Pickett. Kenny, how you doing? This is great. We draft you first round, right? Listen, we ain't shitting anybody here. You're our second quarterback, and you're going to be our second quarterback going into the season. Something crazy happens. You could potentially start. You're not going to be third, but you're not going to be first right now. You're more than likely going to be our backup. We have big things for you in the future. It's just going to take a while to get there. All right. Thanks, Kenny. Boom. So you and I differ on that a little bit. Second guy comes in. Kenny, tell Trubisky to come on in here whenever you leave. All right. Knock on a door. Trubisky comes in. Trubisky comes in. Adam, you play the role of Trubisky. What do you think, or you play the role of the Holy Triumvirate. What do you think was said to Trubisky by those three guys? Uh, obviously, Mitch, we know that you were able to lead the team to the playoffs two times in Chicago. I should probably get off that impression there. We know that you were able to lead the team to the playoffs a couple times. We believe in your ability as an NFL quarterback, and we are preparing to make you the starting quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers from day one. Just go out there and play good football, and the rest will take care of itself. Okay. Me, I'll play Holy Triumvirate to Trubisky. Mitch, listen, we went and we sought you out in free agency. Unfortunately, we had a guy die, which sucked, so that's no good. So you're not battling with him. You're not really battling with anybody unless you are absolutely <laughs> awful. You're the starter of this team. We don't think you're going to be absolutely awful. You have We can't say this publicly, really, because it does nothing for the morale of this football team. And we know you're a pro. We know you're a vet. So you can understand some. You're our starter, but we're going to carry it on about so that everybody gets better and kind of have a competition-like atmosphere at our camp. But, Mitch, unless it's really bad, you're our guy. Thank you. Tell Mason to head on in here on your way out. Bang. Here comes Rudolph. Now, what do you think was said to Rudolph by those three? I believe they said, Mason, you've been here. You're the veteran quarterback on our roster who's been here the longest. We know what you're capable of. You have a winning record as quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers. We are going to give you the opportunity to play for the starting job. I think what was said to him was this. Mason, obviously, you know what happened. We drafted Kenny. We think Kenny can be good. That's why we drafted him. We drafted him higher than we drafted you. We don't know for sure, but we think by virtue of where we drafted him that he's an NFL guy. It's your, it's in your best interest to go out there and prepare as if you can be a quarterback who can help us because if he can't answer the bell or if he isn't as good as we think, you could be a guy for us. If not, let's get through camp. You give us your best effort, we'll reevaluate everything after that. Hmm. So I don't think, I think it's a charade, but I think they had to relay to the public and relay to everybody that was an open competition. And all three guys sort of knew their lot in life as a Pittsburgh Steeler. I just find it odd then, if that's the way it would have gone down. I'm not saying I'm right and you're wrong or you're right and I'm wrong because nobody knows but right. those six people. Yeah. Oh, I know that. I just think Mason Rudolph, he hasn't really stirred the pot at all in his time in Pittsburgh. He's always said the right thing. The thing he said to Jeff Hathorne about wanting more first-team reps was as close to controversy as he's been in apart from Helmet Gate and all that fun stuff, which really wasn't his fault. I think he thought he had a legit shot. 
whether it was lost in translation, whether they told him one thing and did another. I really think Mason Rudolph thought he had a shot at the number one job. And I think Mason Rudolph believes he played well enough in camp, maybe not to be given that job, but to at least be given first team reps. And so I think from that standpoint, I actually can I can buy into Mason Rudolph saying that you wanted more first team reps because you thought it was a, you had a chance at the starting job. You want equal chances. Everybody else totally get that. That's fine. But the thing is, even if they told him he was going to have a chance to be the starting quarterback on day one, that's never what they should have done. And so I sort of have a foot in both camps here. I get where Mason's coming from. I also never wanted the Steelers to ever believe in their minds that he was a legitimate uh, starter for this team. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Yeah, it's... It's one of those things I'd love to know the answer to. Unfortunately, we're never going to know the answer to this. And it's in his best interest at this point, I think, to go ahead and pursue a trade. I mean, it just makes the most sense. It makes the most sense for him. It makes the most sense for the organization. Yeah, and his agent should be out there. The Steelers should let his agent work something out and make it happen that way. Uh, Omar Khan's got other things on his mind. Eh, Mason Rudolph. See if somebody will give you a fifth-round pick. If not, you take the sixth-round pick and you run. Get something for Mason Rudolph. And I do want him traded sooner rather than later now, Colin, the more I've thought about it, because I don't want Mitch Trubisky to go down in a preseason game. And then the Steelers, because they're afraid of putting a rookie in right now, being tempted to play Mason Rudolph. That is the worst possible case scenario. Trubisky gets hurt. Rudolph goes in. Kenny Pickett is your backup still. Another bad scenario is this that they continue to try to showcase him, and he's not going to have a better performance than he had in the first preseason game. You know what? He might go out and go 3 of 14 and suck. And then that then people who thought about maybe giving a six-round pick say, uh, you know, no, he's not even worth a seventh-round pick. I'm going to go with someone else. Smart NFL people for the last week – have argued that Kenny Pickett is now in this competition against Mitch Trubisky by virtue of the 13 out of 15 performance the last time out in preseason game number one. If smart NFL people can be fooled by a player playing well against third teamers, I wonder if that's why the Steelers are playing Mason Rudolph against third teamers this week. Keep that momentum flowing. Right. Hey, my guy had six strikeouts. He was really good. He struck out the side. Well, you had him in the split squad game. Don't tell anybody. (laughs) Just show that stat line. That's all that matters. Um, So I I, expect that of Kenny on the, in the game, a regression to the mean, but not in a bad, not a terrible way to use a Neil Huntington term from a a long time ago. I don't expect, what was he? 13 or 15 or something of the such. I don't expect that, but I, I don't expect him to look out of place either. I expect a lot of the same stuff to um, – I hope he's protected well. I want that to happen. But I also – I expect him to use the running game just a little bit more. And I expect a lot of low um, 
not a lot of uh, of throws, to, not a lot of high danger throws. Mm-hmm. I expect a lot of low danger throws. Continue to allow him to get confidence. Uh, maybe go something like you know twelve and nineteen for hundred three yards or something like that. Yeah, I'm kind of with you, but I'm gonna I'm gonna sort of lean a little bit towards the not as good as last week, but still good. Uh, right. Still a quarterback rating around 100. I just think there's something about this guy where he seems to meet the moment. Uh, he did it in his first season at Pitt against Miami. He did it in the first preseason game the other night. And I just think... Well, he did it against Tennessee. He did it against North Carolina. Well, right, he did it right. in the bowl and, game. Right. Anytime a team needed pick put on their back, he did it. Like yes. there's no there's no question about that. He did against Clemson. The throw right before the half. <sighs> it, it, I, whenever and whenever players around him weren't as good as him, he found a way to make everybody better. Or he just said, "Hell with you. I'm just winning this thing by myself." Yeah, I still can't get over the throw to Tyler Vaughn's. I mean, it was unspectacular if you're just watching the game and having a couple of pops. But if you really go back and you analyze it, he gets hit right in the chest about a millisecond after he lets go of that football from the far left hash to the far right sideline, puts it right on the money, a timing pattern, accurate, strong arm, had the moxie to get hit in the chops and make the throw. I think he's got it. I don't know that that's enough to be a star in the NFL. I don't know if it's enough to be a starter for a decade in the NFL. I don't know. I think it's enough for him to have a decent performance, if not a good performance against the Jacksonville Jags on Saturday. I've when got we a were, gigantic oh. NFL question coming Ooh. up next week. Oh, back. oh. a gigantic. gigantic. It affects every every NFL fan, every current NFL fan. I'm intrigued.